Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, <laughs> children of all ages, to another episode of Casually Kicking It. I'm Ed. We got Nate in the building. Yo, what's up? And uh, before we move on, make sure you follow us on all the social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're on TikTok. Make sure that you head over to Store Frontier and in the search engine, type in Casually Kicking It. That's where you can get the Casually Kicking It merchandise. So with all that to the side, because, you know, I hate doing all the plugs, waste time. Um, bro. Yo. What's going on? Long time no hablo. Yeah, Or man. hablamos. Yeah, man. Just, you know, junk and stuff. Uh, stuff and junk, man. And somebody Life. went to the Bad Bunny concert. Yeah, man, I went to the Bad Bunny concert and survived. I'm here. I, I'm I can't I believe st- you're here, though. Yeah, I know. I woke up early considering how like late I went to sleep. I just, I don't know, my body won't let me rest. And this guy texts me like at 9 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, man. I was like, man, how are you still up, bro? I don't know, I'm mad. I still woke up at 6.45 in the morning. I'm like, I ain't got to go to work today, but I'm still <laughs> up, man. So... Yep, here I am, wide awake. Oh, look, Amazon man's at my front door. I can see it because it's on my little cell phone. (laughs) Stalker alert. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. So, the reason why we're recording this podcast is because recently... We there was some news and we I kind of touched bases on it with Tom on on the episode uh, last week, which was... um, I guess Discovery, who owns Warner Brother now, Warner Brothers and DC, mm-hmm. decided to shelve Batgirl, a movie that was pretty much finished, um, and decided not that they weren't going to release it. No theatrical releases and uh, no streaming releases. They're just going to shelve it completely. They're going to bite the bullet. Um, they're going to write it off. And me and you were getting into a little discussion. And I was like, dude, why don't we just record the podcast so Nate is here so that we can talk about it because I have my uh, two cents on the situation and you have yours. Yeah. But I don't want to know in a couple of days, have you come around to what I've been talking about, which um, let's let's set it. Let's set the table really quickly because you were saying. That you didn't, you know, you text me saying, man, look, DC just shoved this movie. You don't know why. Something along those lines, right? And then I said, you know, I think it was a good idea. Um, because a lot of people were upset uh, about this or or they were, what's the word I'm looking for? Befuddled, right? Or Yeah, that's a good word. They, they were, and um, they didn't understand. Whereas I took it as... You know, we're not going to put another trash movie out there. Yeah, I can. And, you know, every, a lot of these people it. are the same people that in a, if that movie would have released, would have been like, oh, here goes DC, giving them another shot and another garbage movie. They'll never be close to Marvel. So why put out another meh movie? I mean, I can see I can see from that standpoint. But look, like the whole point that. Warner Brothers had made this deal with HBO Max to have a platform to where they can literally, you know, quote unquote, dump everything, you know, like we, all the old school DC movies, the, the the best thing from DC, my point of uh, in my opinion, 
the animated movies, which is like their best stuff. But essentially anything that's like Warner Brother DC, like they can, you know, if it's not in the theater, put it on HBO Max. You have a whole streaming service to dump that there, even if you don't think it's going to be that good. Just you have a place to put it. And I'm thinking that like with the Batgirl, okay, it wasn't well received and stuff like that. But again, you know, first of all, it's kind of hard because critics, you know, a lot of times their ratings are completely opposite of ours. Especially like, you know, for example, like with Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that. So it's like it's everyone has their own point of view. So the movie could have been garbage. You're right. And we could have dodged a a serious bullet or it could have been good. It could have been well received by other people and stuff like that. You know, if anything, I'm like, I heard that Michael Keaton had a part in that movie. I'm like, yo, I did too. I'm like, how you bring my man in there? And then you scrap a movie. You never scrap a movie with Michael Keaton. I mean, like. Besides the point, I still think that like okay, if it's not worth for the for the big screen, I get it. Just put it in HBO Max or whatever, and just watch it for free because you know so much work goes into these movies, whether you think they're good or not. Like production, you know, other people they have to put you know their hard work into it and stuff like that for it to just like never get the the time to shine and stuff like that. You know, those people who work the sets and all that you're never gonna see their name on that credit and uh, again you never know there's there's movies that are like not that good and they get cult followings I mean like come on bro like people you have followers for like um Human Centipede and Shark Tornado or turn whatever so I mean granted I know it's a DC movie but still and like, they're not dropping that kind of cash on those movies either true but again, this movie was set and done already. I mean, like, what's what could be the harm in releasing it? Because my thing is like going back to what you said. If they're gonna hit the reset button on DC and start from scratch, then yeah, you know what? Just dump it, put it out there. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I could see why. If anything, if it's bad, then you can. If anything is gonna make you agree with them, like, yeah. Let's hit the reset button. This was the last quote unquote straw or the last thing they're going to put out before we hit the reset. Then that's it. If anything, that would have helped their argument. But again, I just think that, you know, should they should have gave it a fair shot, though. I'm just saying. And now it's not just that, but I'm seeing that, you know, they also considering canceling um, a Supergirl movie and stuff like that. And, you know, now that, you know, they're trying to trim the fat. Um, the bacon fat and all that stuff like that is, you know, there's multiple projects that they may be getting rid of. So I know we'll see because if they hit the restart button, they're making a plan for a 10 year plan. I'm like, bro, Marvel's going to be in phase seven by the time out with like phase like 20 by the time, um, DC gets back to the, the justice league standpoint that they've gotten to now. Granted, it wasn't picture perfect but I mean they were getting somewhere you know we they had a few good actors you know they had a good Aquaman a good Wonder Woman you know a perfect Superman um to me Ben Affleck was a great Batman and stuff like that Ezra Miller is a psycho and they're still gonna drop (laughs) he's they're still gonna drop the Flash movie even considering everything that he's been involved with and they're still gonna drop that movie you know that movie is gonna 
you know, be like the multiverse of madness and stuff like that for DC and that can open up doors and, and avenues for you to recast people and to do different things. You know, you, you can use that movie to do a different kind of reset without starting from scratch. But I'm again, you know, I'm just a regular Joe. I'm not in charge of a corporation or a CEO or anything like that. So what do I know? Well, uh, like you said, the new guy who's in charge, um, going back to an old school phrase, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I don't think that, which is what we've mentioned before in the past, that Warner Brothers or DC shouldn't worry about what Marvel's doing. Just take your time and make it right. And I think that's what he's trying to do. And I don't think that releasing this movie to then hit the restart makes any sense. I think you hit the restart right from the get and trim the fat like you said now. Um, They had their shareholders meeting this week right after that news came out about the cancellations. And he did say that they, um, you know, whoever's... First of all, they did they did create a DC Studios, which they never had, because Marvel has Marvel Studios. Yeah. So he he uh, hired a group of people or a, a production group that they're gonna be DC Studios all on, and it's its own entity. Smart. Which is a good thing. Yeah. So you start like that, step by step. Yeah, Marvel's gonna be in phase whatever, but you can't you can't look at who's behind. You know what I'm saying? Or who's in front? You got to yeah. kind of like. Hey, if I'm if we're gonna do this, let's do it right, and take our time. Let's not worry about what you know uh, the neighbors are doing, and because w- what happened when when they were worried about what the neighbors were doing, we got a Justice League ahead of its time, which was technically supposed to be a two parter, mm-hmm. and they had a time on how they were gonna, a timeline on how they were gonna drop movies. If you mm-hmm. remember when they had a Warner Brothers thing, they they were gonna do the Flash. Flash, and then they were going to do Justice League Part 1, and then release some other movies, then Justice League Part 2, and it was all laid out really nicely, Mm -hmm. but they panicked, and because they were worried about Next Door Neighbor. Honestly, the the best thing to do is, like, which is a smart thing, I didn't know, like what you said, how they're making... DC is gonna get their own, like, Yeah, they've already had, they have DC Studios. Which is good, that's, you know, that's you know, that's going to help them. I think, again, this is me as a fan. I mean, like, if I'm going to hit the reset with our own DC studio, I think this is just like, yo, Zack Snyder, come back. Here we go. Clean slate. Man. Well, here's the thing is that during that meeting, um, that's where he announced, you know, they, they're looking at, you know, they got the DC studios, you know, and they're laying everything as a plan. Hey, mm-hmm. and then we want to have this in a 10-year plan. You know, we want to make sure that we make these movies he wants it to be like, you know, Kevin Foggy did with Marvel Studios mm-hmm. and just put out a good product because now they own, you know, this this uh, intellectual property. So um, they watched all the movies they've watched. They've already watched um, Black Adam, Black and, Adam. Sh- and Shazam. They watched Shazam. They watched Aquaman. They watched The Flash. They watched Batgirl. And he said this in their meeting and they were just, he said, he mentioned there was just some things that just didn't work. He said Black Adam was fantastic. He said that Shazam was fantastic. They, they really liked the flash. 
either even though Ezra Miller, uh, you know, have, they have the, the issues with him and something else, but they like, I think they're going to take those and kind of build off of that. And okay. I think like you've said before, that if you're going to restart something, Flashpoint is the storyline that could really reset everything. Yeah, cause And I'm assuming about, yeah. they could use, if they really liked what they saw, they could use Flashpoint to kind of like as a reset. Yeah. Ben Affleck is in, ba- in Aquaman 2. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad he's coming back. I really think that, I don't think people gave him a fair shake. In uh, Batgirl, you're right, Michael Keaton was in it. But even the production and the crew behind the movie, they said it was bad. Like, they said his costume was bad. It was nothing oh. like the Flashpoint or the Flash movie costume. Like, they said Keaton's costume was terrible. Oh. Uh, a lot of people also didn't like Batgirl's costume. It lo- to them, it looked like the, a CW show costume rather oh. than a, a you know, big-time you know, budget <clears throat> movie costume. Um, Damn. But... A lot of a lot of rumors were not rumors, but a lot of production people were like, "Yeah, it, it was that bad." They did, they did have a test audience watch it too, just to make sure they weren't making the wrong mistake, and maybe salvage. Yeah, and those bombed big time. Damn. So you telling me that this Batgirl suit was not as good as Alicia Silverstone's and Batman and Robin? I mean, but but then again, we're going like no, but still, but you like, could tell like that yeah. that Batgirl suit looked like a little bit of a, I mean, it was latex. Yeah, but you know it works. I mean, it wasn't though. the best, it was, but it was functional. But then again, that that was a while. Speaking of DC projects, though, because um, I remember I said this a long time ago, and when they released the foot the pictures of it, I was super excited. Man, Blue Beetle, did you see yes. the picture, bro? Right off of a comic looks book. great with and that's like without you know like any CGI enhancements because he's gonna have like blue lighting but that's like one of the most authentic looking suits bro look good it looks amazing look, and the kid from Cobra Kai Cobra, right yo, I forget his name I for, yeah I think it starts with like X or something I don't know it's one of those I'm just gonna call him Cobra Kai kid yeah that's that's <laughs> a good one yeah um <laughs> but yeah I've been excited for Blue Beetle for so long yeah and, and I haven't heard anything about them. Ditching that project, uh, it would be dangerous if they do because I think he's gonna be like probably uh, as far as representation goes. He's like one. He's gonna be like the first Hispanic DC superhero that they're putting out. Yeah, and you know they're kind of going along the whole, you know, what they did with Black Panther. Like it's gonna be all you know Hispanic cast production, the the, um, director and everything like that. Right. So, you know, it's cool, you know, they, they, they're getting an at-bat here and stuff like that. So, aesthetically, it looks good. I'm curious. I am i can't wait for the trailer. So, I, I hope that's a project that they can keep because um, Blue Beetle's really cool. He's fascinating. Um, like, visually, he can be really, it can be like a really stunning piece to do. And uh, so... Um, and the thing is, you can use him to set up the Teen Titans because he's a he's he's part of the Teen Titans. That's um, a, that would be a cool thing for them to do too. I failed to mention that there were a couple other cancellations too. Aside, sorry, I'm, I'm no tell going me like, off Be- Blue Beetle. Um, Flash was canceled for the CW, and I what? think Supergirl was, was canceled. Okay, right. Um, so I think you know, and and going back to the whole like reset button, you know. 
everyone bashes on DC on how like their movies are crappy. So like, why release another movie f- to continue getting a bashing, especially when it's under like, say I took over something. I'm like, I don't want un- that under my belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want a bad movie under my belt. The, it it all comes down just to- because. Well, and then again, yeah. that movie was done before they bought. Yeah, but a lot of times it comes down to like. Here's the thing, I love Marvel. But when it comes to like storylines and comic books, DC has the edge. I love. Then again, they're darker too. Yeah, and I guess I guess that's what I like. But like their storylines and everything is so good and deep and all that. Hundred percent. So like, all we need is like we say it all the time. If the movie can just be like the animated movies that they put out, then they they would be fine. But. Yes, their a comic lot of books ta- and animated movies are, are on the point. Yeah, they're on point. And I think that, that they outdo Marvel in that aspect. But the problem it comes down to where Marvel has the advantage. Marvel gets the right people in charge of doing the directing, of doing the movies. They get producers and directors that actually like the comic books, that know what they're talking about, and know how to pull it off. The thing is, you in, in Warner Brothers, they, they just, it, it seems like kind of what... Uh, well, it's they, not Warner what, Brothers anymore. It's, not it's just, Discovery who owns just, Warner Brothers yeah. in DC, but that's why he. But it's kind of like the people with what they did with Star Wars. They 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 just got like the high, you know. They go after the top directors and producers just based off of their merits, not necessarily off of the ones who know what they're doing. You know, well, like that's what this guy wants to do. He yeah, wants to make sure they that they do. get the right people. But everything has to be. And you have to hit the reset button and start from scratch. Grab your, the right group of people. Get start a good a writer. Studio. You got to get a good writer get and director. Right, you know, and all that takes a little bit of time. And he wants to hire someone that's like a Kevin Foggy to yeah. see all this out. The right people doing the right stuff. So hopefully this is something that is good rather than, you know, it stinks so that we it's won't just... get to see a movie. But I'd rather have something done the right way and... And, you know, I, I like Marvel. I like DC. I like it all. You know, the fact that I can live in a day and age where I get all these things that as a kid I wish I wanted and I wish yeah. I could see. But, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm more of a DC fan. Yeah. And I would like to see these characters flourish. Yeah, but I think at, at the same point, bro, like some people, not, I don't know about you, but some people may get tired of like, yo... How many recasts are we going to do? We're going to have like 20 different... There's like Batman number eight. And then as far as Batman, Batman being like DC's to me the best character who's also like most complicated to pull off. I'm like, bro, how many times are we going to see an origin story? Or like how many people are going to try at pulling off Batman? Like, Well, we don't know what they're going to do yet. I'm just so, saying, like, if they're going to do something, man, I, I swear this is the... If they re- resetting or doing something new, this is the time to give us a live-action Batman Beyond. I think that... Um, give us... They're just McGinnis. taking their due diligence and, and starting this stuff first. And, like, trimming fat. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got these other movies that are coming out. Remember, all these movies were done not under their watch they just took over now yeah and seeing like hey what can we work with here and start things getting going i, I know think, that that black adam movie i think is gonna be i think it's gonna pretty be good, good and i i just hope that black adam is is more of anti-hero i don't want I him to be is. a good guy because even though the rock is cool and all that i get tired i'm like bro just play a villain 
I mean, it's not that hard, bro. Why does I just everybody think they did get a, a good like job him? casting that movie? Yes, like the care, the 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 um. The characters, the, yeah, uh, it's cool. We, you know, you're seeing new characters too, right? You know, Do- um, Doctor Fate Dr. and Hawk Fate, and right. Hawkman and uh, I think Adam or Adam Smash or whatever, right? So like aesthetically, I'm like that's gonna be dope. Me personally, I don't think I want to see Shazam too. If I'm being honest, I, you know, it looks very well. The first movie was cheated. was the same way. The first no, movie the first was, one was pretty good was because very, the, no, I know, but but when the trailers first came out, it was like eh. It was. It looked very bubblegummy, kish. But the movie knew what it was. What it was. True. And it stayed to what it was. And it wasn't a serious movie, but well, it it had his moments. The only because they got I forgot that English guy the his name, but the villain of that movie, he bro, he literally like commanded the demons of each of the sins and all that. And those demons were like very creepy and imposing in that movie. They straight up killed people in that movie. I was like, yo, that kind of. The first Shazam movie was good because it caught me off guard, you know, with the villain. I'm like, okay, this is good. And like how, you know, his whole family got the powers. I'm like, I didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. So that movie was a good one to me. This second one just seems like it's just super more CGI. I'm like, as much as I love the actresses of like, what is in um, uh, Lucy Liu and Helen Marion, I think I'm like, all right, so they're just like goddesses and control dragons. I'm like, oh, this is all going to be more. I'm going to reserve my judgment because I didn't think the first one was going to be that great. And I really enjoyed the first one. True. And I but... think that this one's going to be right there in par with that one. Okay. Wait, and, and the fact that these guys decided to keep that movie, the new uh, regimen yeah. over uh, DC content. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good sign. The fact that they said they liked it. True is a good sign because if not, then that would have been canned just as easy as Batgirl was. Cause it looks like they're not hesitating in, in s- scrapping stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I guess you're, you know, yeah, I've got a little, ums, a couple ums in there. Um, yeah, you, no, I can see, you know, again, I'm just trying, I'm trying really hard not to be biased, but I'm just going off of, you know stuff that I've seen, and I the, think the that whole... they're gonna. Um, I think I think that I have a sneaky suspicion that Ben is still gonna continue being Batman. I hope so too. Man. I just hope they scrap the whole. But they Robert, already. What they, do you they, think about they Ro- greenlit the, the the Robert Pattinson, Pattinson second Batman? But I don't know because that was also before the new regiment took over. Yeah, and then then the Joker two movie. But don't is get, that? Oh my God! Don't get is me that all gonna that. be under? Their umbrella or they what? Need, I that don't know. movie needs to be scrapped. I don't know. I'm sorry. The, the Joker 2 needs to be scrapped, man, because it, I, for the, Lady you know, Gaga. No, I love Lady Gaga. I'm She's one of my favorite singers and everything like that, but don't you dare make Joker 2 a musical. I mean, the first Joker movie, I thought it was pretty good. I feel like it was a little overhyped. Joaquin Phoenix is an amazing actor, and I love Martin Scorsese. And you know it was a different take on it, but it, it's just like it. It's it was a good movie. I, I I'll leave it at that. It is just Martin Scorsese taking a comic book character and making a movie his own way. So there's like no canon references or anything like that. So I'm like okay, just whatever. But it's when I had to deal with a Joker movie not being Joker movie. But like if they're gonna try to make the second one a um a musical. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got to kind of wash my hands of it. So, I don't know. But 
That's just yeah. me. What'd you That's think of the guy playing the Joker in that um, deleted scene that they added on YouTube from the Batman? I'm okay with that. I like him. Um, I forget his name, but um, he actually, he was in The Eternals, which I, I appreciate The Eternals the second time I watched it, you know, around on Disney+. Plus. He played um, Druid, who was one of The Eternals... Ironically enough, the ones that didn't get that much screen time, but were one of the ones that I was more fascinated with. It was he was the one that had like power to control people's mm-hmm. minds. Him and then Akari, the girl, the speedster, she was freaking amazing. Those were two of my favorites, and they had like the least screen time. But um, he's a good actor, and that deleted scene, that just just that that dialogue right there, I was just like. This is what DC's about. That that raw, dark dialogue. Is there like, someone else that you would pick to play the Joker? He's not here anymore. Unfortunately, like Heath Ledger. But yeah. um again, I, I do I like Joaquin Phoenix. I would I would like to see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker be, be implemented into this world, but we can't get that. But if I had to do if we're doing a reset and we're doing Joker and you want the fan service, it's got to be William Dafoe. You think he's too old, like, for fight scenes and stuff? Bro, after watching him beat the crap out of Tom Holland and Spider-Man No Way Home, no doubt in my mind, I think he could do it. I forgot about about that. Because one of the things is not not just that he's he's like an amazing actor, but when they were doing that movie, he said he did almost all the fight stunts. He said that... He really wanted to get back and embody the character, and he felt that he needed to do the physical parts as well to get the full aspects of it. And I'm like, yes, yes. So that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, I just him as Joker. All right. I bet he'll he'll quickly be in like top three of people's favorite Jokers. Um, aside from the DC news, anything else that you want to talk about on this episode? Um, you been watching anything lately? <sighs> the boys. Okay, I'm a little, I'm behind on the boys because I don't have Amazon Prime. I gotta get on it. I was on like somebody. I was on somebody else's account. I got booted don't off. Don't worry, because like I want to see a movie that just dropped, and I don't have Hulu, which is Prey, and yes. it's been getting yo. A ton oh my of, god! I and we're talking about that. this on the show. We haven't seen it. Pro- people I, have already probably this, seen people it. People are saying already. that it's the best one. It's got. Great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I think it's like a 98 see, or yeah, it's certified suppo- fresh. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, I know it's a little... Uh, it, it just immediately, it seemed... Because I like the Predator. The first Predator... Well, I'm a huge fan of the whole Predator, Alien, uh, you know, um, that yeah, whole me, genre. Me, yeah, me too. Um, But this one seems really good. This is the first Predator encounter. I'm like, okay, I like this. I'm like... Before the Schwarzenegger. Yeah, so, you know, he this is... This Predator doesn't have... Before the... <laughs> no, but this is like this predator doesn't have all of the tech and gizmos and stuff like that. You know, so it's a little more Are you sure about that? Well, no, I mean like he doesn't have I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. No, it's just like from the videos because I didn't it, watch the trailer. But I mean know. The, I saw the trailer. This predator, um, it doesn't he doesn't have like all the armor plating. It's like, you know, it's still primitive, so he still has like the, the laser blaster and the camouflage, but he I don't think he has like the nets or 
or anything like that. Because I don't know. We'll see. It, it's going to be interesting because um, remember the thing that after thing we've done recording, um, do you want to stick around to watch it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because um, I, I I might have a wink wink nudge nudge. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, okay. Way to watch okay. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the thing is, one of the things I like about Predator is that um, you know, for those of you who follow, they they want to be the elite predator in the galaxy. So every time they go out for a hunt, they learn and they adapt. And then the next time around, they come back better equipped. Like they're, they're all about um, the evolution of being a predator, you know, like to the point they hunted everything in the galaxy to the point where they created the aliens just to have like a ritual for manhood and stuff like that. What did they you think cream. in, in alien or predator Two? When uh, Danny Glover goes in the spaceship and you see the skulls of everything, you know that yeah. monument. Yeah, well, and there was an alien. Out. Yeah, yeah and I was, a- was like, I wigged out when I saw that, and I saw the alien head a skull. Yeah. In. I was like, uh, <laughs> what? Oh man, you know, oh damn, I was just thinking about something messed up though. It's, something uh, messed up. That's not good. Yeah, it was just uh, um, the actor Bill Paxton who passed away. I'm like, yo, he was the only one that. Game he, over, man. He got killed by a predator, an alien, and and something else. He he hit the trifecta of like sci-fi horrors, but um, no, I definitely want to see Prey. That looks like it's gonna be amazing. I need to see a good movie because um, and speaking of movies like in the theater, the last two th- movies I saw in the theater were kind of iffy and got me worried. It was the Marvel movies. Uh, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, it was all right. It wasn't great. It was all right. Thor, Love and Thunder, too much humor, not enough Christian Bale's gore. I mean, like, they, they didn't show enough to show. I haven't how, watched it yet. I mean, they, they could have, it would have done better with less jokes and more Christian Bale. That, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so, I, just, I don't know. I just feel like that. The, one of the things that people are mentioning with, with Marvel that I, I can you know I can definitely agree is that Marvel's focusing on quantity instead of quality because they they're just pumping so much stuff out. It's like movie movie show movie show 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 you know like so many so much stuff coming out. And well, there's um, an article speaking of that that just came out today about you know how people were griping about the trailer for She Hulk and how the CGI looked. I can understand it. It's a, it's tricky with her though. No, it's not no, the same. It's, it has it has nothing to do. It's it's with um. Is it the budgeting or something? No, I'm gonna try to look it up here. Um, really quick. Gosh, it was an article. Because I know the thing is with her graphics, it's a little tricky for her because the difference is when she turns into a Hulk, she still kind of looks like herself. That's what I'm looking forward to. She still, yeah, she still looks like herself. It's just more like exact, um, you know, just a bigger body and stuff. Where like, when Mark Ruffalo turns into the Hulk, his face and shape, everything changes. So you know, he has a wider head, bigger forehead, and chin, and everything like that. And then you know, he's been we've had that layout of his Hulk for like ten plus years. So it's easier for his. Um, layout to improve because we've had it for so long. You can just make it better and better, add more texture to it and stuff. Where like with She Hulk, this is her first go at it, you know. So so here's the uh, this is from BuzzFeed just to okay. give them their their due diligence because that's where I'm reading this from. Okay. Um, 
It says over the past few weeks, stories from people who have worked on Marvel's VFX uh, began to emerge, painting a picture of unreasonable deadlines, grueling work hours, and even bullying. Here we go. So the visual effects artists are basically coming out of the woodworks now, uh, saying that, um, you know... Did not give uh, enough. Did not give enough time. Yeah, the, the treat. They're they're not treating. I guess they're not being treated well, and they're not giving enough time to, um, to finish these things which need time, a little more time. And you know it stinks because a lot of these shows are like they're almost like movies each episode. Yeah, movie and they're quality. putting it in six six episodes. And I don't know, man. I I just know that. Well, I mean, how I feel lately, like you said, the the the, the quality of Marvel stuff has been kind of. Moon Knight was solid. I thought I liked Moon Knight. I liked um, Hawkeye, but I don't know, man. This this new phase, it's just been very up and down. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been as solid as the previous phase. Agree. Um, I'm not saying it's bad. By all means, you know they've got their good stuff here and there, and um. I just, I personally wish that I could see characters that, like, I want to see, like, the Fantastic Four already. Oh, Give me the Fantastic a, Four. That's going to be a while. But under the hands of, Mar- you know, Marvel Studios yeah. or, or Disney. Um, can you give me the Disney version of the X-Men? I want to see the X-Men. Oh. You know, uh, things like that. I don't, I, I don't, I mean, you know, I, other people want to see other characters. Cool, but. I want to see those guys under Disney's umbrella, though, not yeah. under Fox. I want to see what happens with Deadpool. Well, I I, ha- I feel good about Deadpool for for two reasons. One, that um, with the third one, Ryan Reynolds is having more of a... Uh, he has more creative control over it. And I trust uh, Ryan Reynolds' you know, judgment and control with Deadpool because that's like the character he was born to play. And also, I think it's a good sign that um Disney Plus added Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2 and Logan to the streaming service cuz we yeah. talked about that you know I'm like yo if they're willing to have R rated content on Disney Plus of course you know it it recommend people to have you know um the censorship thing adjusted you know if you have kids on it but like the fact that they're willing to put that kind of content on it, that means that they can still produce R-rated movies. Like Deadpool can stay in R, Blade can be in R. You know, and one of the things that I am excited about because he doesn't require a lot of special effects. That I think all fans can agree is the Daredevil series that's going to be coming out. Oh, I can't wait. No, and the thing is 18 episodes with Charlie Cox. And Punisher too. Yeah, and we're bringing back John Berthold. I'm like, yo, if they can keep it at the same grittiness and darkness that it was on Netflix, I would love 18 episodes of um, Daredevil and and like Punisher. And I'm so glad that, you know, Charlie Cox reprised that role because he's everywhere now. He was in Spider-Man No Way Home. He's going to have his own show. Um, and if anyone's seen uh, the more, one of the more recent trailers to uh, She-Hulk, Homeboy is going to pop in on that. I mean, like, Daredevil's going to be all over the place, and I'm loving it. That's one of the more, that's one of the more things that I'm looking forward to. Because yeah, Daredevil doesn't need, like, CGI. It's just going to yeah. be, like... 
hands-on good choreography and good law. Do they CGI his eyes though? No. Like when they go open and close. That I don't know. The white part. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know. I like how like whenever when they test to see if he's blind or not, how his pupils don't dilate. <laughs> I'm like, is that practice? Well, look, man. Um, besides that, I mean, I just hope that everything works out. I, I like I said all the time, man. I don't have, I don't hate Marvel. I don't hate DC. I I love them both. Um, Anytime you can give me things that, like I said before, when I was a kid, I wish they made. Mm-hmm. It's it's a phenomenal world. Why hate on either or? You I know, mean, like, yeah, if one just, of them does something bad, I mean, it was a bad movie. But I mean, at least we got something. We we you know years ago in the early '90s, you know, when I was a kid watching the X Men cartoon, that's as that's as much as we got. And I would play with the action figures, you know, imagining someday, like hopefully, we get movies of these guys yeah. or, or anything, you know. Uh, obviously, yes, we did get a Batman in 89 with Keaton, mm. which was dope, you know, and that blew my mind as a kid. Yeah. But to extend that into uh, to other characters in comic books, um, no one foresaw that, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm just excited that we're, you know, we get all these things now. And Yeah, you know, outside of the... DC nerds are rolling Mar- now. Yeah, I know, outside of the... Disney and Marvel, like the other, the other other side, um, you know. Luckily, we have Star Wars as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Wars. Um, I saw. I was a little iffy because of the character, you know, because I love. Um, as far as movies, Star Wars Rogue One, one of the best films. Yeah, I love no hands Rogue down, One. hands down. Um, and I was a little honestly, I was one of those people like oh, a whole season on Andor I'm like alright alright Diego De Luna let me let me see and you know it looked yo this, especially this, knowing that he's dead yeah but like so I'm you're like, gonna watch yeah. yeah so we're gonna see like the beginning of like the rebellion like on the down low and stuff like that it's not like you know Boba Fett we thought he was dead and they resurrected him yeah uh, but no it watching the, the trailer for Andor I'm like alright this looks dark and gritty and stuff like that it's gonna it's gonna look like it has a bigger production value than than obi-wan if i'm being honest i mean i'm i'm giving it a shot everything that favreau uh favreau and um what's his name oh, finoli they no. yeah. finoli yeah uh everything they put their hands on Oh, I saw, oh, and speaking it's of, just been to me I, I it's been better than the movies yeah I saw a leak Filoni Fo, yeah Filoni I think Dave Filoni I said Fo, yeah I Filoni? think so yeah Filoni? something like that yeah I saw a leaked on YouTube someone like recorded from their phone the trailer for Mandalorian season 3 oh yeah yeah don't tell me nothing cause <sighs> I've been I've been on that Matt thing where like I've been staying away from trailers yeah. And I've been noticing that I enjoy the substance a lot more mm-hmm. staying away from trailers. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I've watched a couple trailers, but it's always been like the first trailer. Yeah. Like uh, a te- you're, you'll watch teaser, a teaser, but not a trailer. But not the entire thing. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just so much better. And, and, and then sometimes not even watching the trailer and just watching the show and not knowing is just fantastic. Yeah. I think people, you don't get that su- surprise aspect anymore, man. And... You already go in knowing some things and you're just like trying to piece it together in your head. And then it's mm-hmm. like, it's not pieced like I wanted it to be in my head, you know, and you're watching it and rather than just enjoying the film. Yeah. I mean, 
or the show or whatever it is. I mean, there's something else that I got to watch. Everyone's been telling me to watch this. I don't know how, why I haven't watched it yet. I know I knew what day it came out. I even had it on my TV ready to hit play. And I was like, nah, I'm not ready to watch that yet. I decided to watch something else. Uh, was The Terminalist on Amazon Prime with... Um, uh, what's his name, man? What's his nuts, man? What's his nuts? I don't know. Oh, uh, man. Star-Lord, man. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, with him. Uh, because, man, so much stuff dropped, man. It had the boys drop. You had the Umbrella Academy, which, man, Umbrella Academy is such another good show. Um, yeah. But, anyways, is there anything else that you want to want to touch base on before we uh, wrap the show up? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean... I know. I'm sure I'm, I'm, other I'm things sure, will I'm happen. Sure, yeah, I'm sure. Like the moment we wrap this up, I'm I'm gonna immediately remember. Oh some, yeah, man. Yeah, man. What, about? what about this? Yeah, man. And honestly, uh, other than like, I mean, the main thing we wanted to talk yeah. about was the DC aspect and what yeah. direction the future or what the future holds and what it looks like. And I mean, outside of the nerd content and stuff like that, I don't know. Um. You know, it's that time of year when sports comes back. Yeah. American football. Yeah. And world football. Because I'm watching, yeah, because um, soccer season's starting in Europe and all that. And then the later, World Cup. Yeah, World Cup in November. I'm like, I'm, I got so many things recorded and ready to go. And. Yeah, I'm just excited for... Stay like, tuned. Casually Kicking It Sports. We're going to have our episodes back talking fantasy football and some more football. That's yeah. our other podcast. I'm going to be talking... Yeah, we, I'm probably going to come back talking mad crap when, you know, when my Yankees make it back to the World Series. This is the our year. Yankees! This is our year, man. You know, because, you, know, you know, the Astros got caught cheating and... Cheaters. Yeah, and they're, and they're done. They ain't going to do shit. Um, the Yankees, we're on a super duper tear right now. We'll lose like a game or two and then win like 12 in a row. 12 in a row. So nobody can stop Aaron Judge. That's my boy. And Stanton's, we're, we're the, the Bronx Bombers are back, okay? Bronx Bombers <laughs> are back. This is going to be our year and I'm calling it, yo. All right, guys. Well, like always, we appreciate you guys listening to the show, to the podcast, casually kicking it. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to us on. If it's Spotify, you know, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio. I know we're on some others too, uh, but I don't, I can't remember. But just hit that subscribe, and that way it alerts you every time an episode, you know, pops off, and it helps, you know, with uh, ratings and all that jazz. You know, that's that's the best way you can help us out. If you like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, well, I'm sorry. Um, you know, tough cookies. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, again, I'm Ed, and I'm Nate. Uh, we're out of here. Deuces. Adios.